beaten up old adder, puffing fumes from an ancient and poorly maintained engine, curtains with little tassels on in the windows, and the sides adorned with stickers proclaiming slogans like Make Peace, Not War, and an awfully strong smell of onion head wafts its way towards Seoul. It has missed the solstice, but a stopover with the Mad Monks of Van Marnen is sure to restore their karma. Their flight log shows that they hail from Chongzhi in the appropriately named HIP 10941, and to a person, they were in bright colours, flares, and having probably long hair. As they pull into O'Connor, the adder makes a strange noise. The head hippie pops the bonnet open and waves away a cloud of smoke. Guys, guys, I think we've got some bad karma in the engines. They pop open the side slide doors, perch on the edge and crack open a kale juice and a hand-rolled nicotine stick that resembles a carrot. One of them pulls out a wind-up radio and after a minute or so of vigorous wrist action, pushes the on button and a voice can be heard to say... Our mics are live. Oh, heavy. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the audio edition of Hutton Orbital News. We've decided to turn the cameras off as everyone's melting and you really don't want to be seeing that on screen. I'm Rudolf Hucker and I'm sitting here wearing my very best desert chic, explorer style, and with a hanky to mop my brow. <laughs> Which of the hanky clones did you get to do that? Not a clue. Can't tell them apart. Anyway, joining me in the studio tonight, we've got Harry Ballsack, who's gone for the mankini and shades option. Letting it all hang out wasn't really an option, not after the fuss everyone made last time, but thank goodness the cameras are off anyway. Uh, next to me, in some kind of super-cooled sci-fi chill suit, it's Amelia Hawk. Custom-made. Keeps me cooler than an ice world. And as frosty as Frosty the Snowman in a blizzard. Of course, keeping me company, over in this corner, we've got Norma Snockers in a rather fetching sarong and wide-brimmed hat with giant tortoiseshell pattern shades. I'm just going for the jumpest jumped off a luxury beluga at Mullacore look. Thank you, Amelia. Unfortunately, something's happened to Lou. Lou, are you feeling okay? Just tried one of Cecil's cocktails. Oh dear, which one? The, the Silica Ice Geezer. Oh dear, that explains the mist around your head. You'll warm up in a second. And now, on with the news. That's no moon, that's our station. Mystery message from Missing Maestro. Commander Asylum gives his fleet carrier the runaround. Two legs good, four legs bad. Hippie Convergence takes trippy diversion. 
Alvin eyes the double dozen as his expansion bites. Hopefully, Lou's going to carry off his bit with a plum. And Norma's got her eye on the rest of the carry-on. First tonight, not content with being the baddest bad guy in deep space, Sinbad the ever-so-bad has been up to his old tricks again. With wings of Hutton pilots out in Colonia trying to put their hands on the biscuit barrel before the pristine, crunchy morsels are rendered into a cheap supermarket bucket of broken bits, Sinbad had to come up with a plan to distract attention. He and his wicked cohorts have expanded into Eel, Procos and Tory, surrounded Hutton Moon and made threatening gestures in the direction of Fort Mug. The architect put out an appeal for help and a shoot-on-sight order for Sinbad's band and handed a landed landing band to his gang. Alvin is said to be less than impressed as when it comes to his favourite chew toys, he's not fond of sharing. At least, not before he's bitten the end off and had a good go at swallowing the squeaker. The team have risen to the challenge and are now fighting on two fronts. The FTM Ruby 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 has taken the fast highway to the bubble to load up on commanders from allied factions and is bringing in the heavy guns just in case it all goes a little bit bellicose. They're off to Hutton Moon, they'll be there very soon and they're going to let Sinbad have a jolly good spanking. Also over in Colonia, there were reports that a new unregistered comms beacon had been discovered in orbit around Dunker's Rest. Worried that it was part of some evil plot, the 38 and the Hutton Trucker surrounded it, fully armed, before realising that it had started transmitting a mystery message to their shipboard computers. The team, not familiar with their phonetic alphabets and busy arguing as to whether Oscar 7 was a salute or some secret code phrase, have nevertheless determined that the beacon was left by Pilots Federation maestro Just Call Me Wendy. Checking local traffic logs, it looks like the pilot passed through the system at about the time the beacon arrived, but he appears to have turned off his transponder, not left any flight pans, and just headed out there. Hutton wishes JCMW well in his next adventure, and should he return to populated space, will always find a warm welcome at the orbital, and maybe even by then, a delivery of biscuits from Dunker's Rest. When Commander Asylum said that he was going to run a fleet carrier, we didn't notice he meant he was going to run around his fleet carrier. Over 24 hours, the Commander ran 26.35 miles. That's nearly 14 times the length of a fleet carrier. This wasn't a new owner being paranoid, checking to make sure that none of the visitors had scratched his paintwork. This was yet another way to raise credits to a special effect by running 1.1 miles every hour. Encouraged by his co-pilot Helen, Alvin and his minion, Commander Kinrain, would like to pass on their thanks for Asylum's efforts and for all the, of the pilots who assisted in raising the funds, nigh on 1,500 credits. They call them noob hammers. Pods at the end of long shafts attached to space stations to create artificial gravity. They're easy to miss as you approach your station. 
but it seems that they do not have the same problem. As most of us have, at one time or another, at least, come close to a rebuy after a love tap from one of these monsters. With practice, and a little bit of care and attention, you've been able to avoid these swinging monsters. But now along comes a new design, which someone no doubt labelled an improvement. We suspect that Cavalieri Station in Electra may have had parenting issues, but lack of discipline isn't one of them, given that it has four, yes, four noob hammers. If you duck one of them, another will get you on the backswing. Leave your ship in the wrong place and you'll know what it's like to be at the end of Tiger Woods, um, wood. Disappointment was rife this week over at Van Marnen Star, as the Society of Galactic Hippies managed to miss their annual trip down the space ley lines to Sol to go and celebrate the Sol Summer Solstice at Glastonbury. Whilst traditional 20th century hippies celebrated this once a year with free love, body paint in place of clothing, flowers in their hair, a beardy chap riffing on a guitar, and long-haired chicks paint puffing ancient herbal cigarettes to recharge their mojo, since the 3260s there has been an increasing movement to visit a solstice every day somewhere in the galaxy. With over 50,000 days Sorry, with over 50,000 systems to choose from and countless Earth-like worlds, these space hippies spend their days in a daze and their nights plotting ley lines between the stars to plan their next journey. It appears that after visiting the mad monks of Van Marnen, the hippies suffered a truly bogus set of events, man, and their karma went all Mandelbrot, meaning that they didn't actually make it to the tour on time. When interviewed for this show, the head honcho hippie had only this to say. Heavy, man. Good luck getting to the next solstice, guys, and remember, peace out. For the last week, the Hot Pit team have had their eye on Alvin's increasing influence, with concerns that expansion was high on the lists of things he didn't want. With no way to stop the tide of influence from doing its thing, as reported last week, the team have been holding on for dear life on the roller coaster that is galactical political machination. I'll put my teeth back in now. It ended this week with an emergency call being received from a lone trucker over in Wolf 1481. Guys, guys, I seem to have committed a bit of a faux pas. Yes, in an attempt to pay off some docking fines, the commander discovered that he'd accidentally paid the entry fee to have Hutton registered as an official faction in the system. Unfortunately, that place was due to be claimed by another faction, and they're rather put out that Hutton appearing in the system has led to a refusal by the Pilots' Federation to let them have the keys to a swanky new office. On further investigation, it turns out that the office had been vacated by the Alliance in the last 24 hours, having been unceremoniously booted out by a local federal faction. It also turns out that the system is actually quite nice, industrial, and well-equipped with ships and bits for budding Hutton commanders to fit. It also makes a nice trade route with a few of our other systems. So, we've decided to keep it. More on the master plan with Lou in a minute. But with this new system, that will take Hutton to the double dozen and yet again tweak loony federal president Hudson's nose. And now, 
Over to Lou. The big news this week is that the runaway influence is coming under control. We are flattening that curve and we can prepare to go back to sharing a megagin with our friends. Obviously, this will lead to commanders failing to understand the distance difference between leaving space for other vessels and trying to squeeze as many ships as you can through the toast rack in one go. Because Megajin gives you fun ideas like that. And we'll be back to chaos before Ruby Ruby Ruby, yes, that's its name, I'm not randomly repeating myself like Harry on an echo machine, has time to fly back to Colonia. Speaking of Colonia, they have, as always, in a fit of pique and jealousy, copied their betters and expanded into Pythias, a low-population, high-tech system literally brimming with friendly, for the time being at least, factions. Luckily, there's only one asset there, so there's nothing to fight over, and hopefully the fireworks will be restricted to Alvin's birthday celebrations. Until Simbad the Bad stings his fat arse in anyway. Hanky did send me some intel, but I was hot and bored and having a snooze, so I didn't read it. But we're very settled. Just ignore our systems and help out in WNL. They need it more than us. As you will all know, we have expanded into Wolf 1481, where we need to boost our influence with a view to controlling the system. They have a rather nice Coriolis that Alvin has his eye on. And to that end, we need to boost Wolf 1481 Corp, who are in an election that we wish to prolong. So that, everywhere, so that the cheers at the hustings can drown out the sound of Alvin's chew toys. Everywhere else you can just leave alone. And when I say can, I mean must. Punishments range from removal of megagin privileges to a bite on the bottom by Norma. Uh, sorry, I mean his fluffiness. Note to self, must stop confusing punishment duty with Friday fun times. Speaking of fun times, over to Norma. Good evening everyone. It looks like someone swapped my list of what's going on in the galaxy for the shipping manifest from Lael. So here is the rundown on the Hutton Fleet carrier fleet. First we have the FTM Cloud Atlas. It's completed its trip to Colonia and offloaded Alvin and a number of Hutton pilots as well as a few paying passengers without incident. It is now refuelling and on standby to make the return trip once they find Cecil and extricate him from the bar. Hot Monty is also on station there in case they need more muscle. Next we've got the Ruby Ruby Ruby, which has made an emergency diversion to the bubble to go and collect 10 pilots from the Paladin Consortium under the leadership of Noduran and bring them to help in Colonia. A number of Hutton pilots have also joined them, including at least one more hanky clone. The Alvin's Mercy, having completed last week's work, was backloading up on medicines over at Snyder Enterprise in TZ Aviatus, ready for curing the next plague to hit Hutton space. Breaking news from Commander Aiden is that due to a heroic effort by Farcup, he is now full up and 16,000 tonnes of medicine are aboard and en route to Epsilon in Vidani. The Alvin's port is off doing something with work team Hawkbox. The DSSA Christios Refuge Carrier 21 spent the week in the Arste Nebula and is orbiting some Guardian ruins until the 28th, whereupon it will be heading over to its final destination in the Aquilas Halo region. 
Alvin's rest is still in motion and route for the DSSA. Other than that, the Buckyballers are over halfway through their engineer base race. As of earlier today, Commander Aiken B in the Happy Go Lucky is running in first place in a time of 39 minutes and 39 seconds. Picking up the second slot is Commander Sulu in the Cell Arena, only two minutes slower. Uh, and in third, Shea Blackwood in the Blackbird Sonic, eight and a half minutes behind. Alec Turner of the Buckyballers in the Bananary Fandango is languishing in sixth at the moment, but all to play for. Good luck everyone, and remember, mind that rock! That's all from me this week. Don't forget, if you're up to something in the galaxy, you can always message us before the show, or just leave a sticky note on my desk and I'll try and read it out. Thank you, one and all. Crikey, it sounds like those hippies have been at the bong again. Anyway, right, there's no theme this week, or at least there is a theme, but we're giving it away at the start. Yes, special guest Steve Kirby has now left, and he does send his very best to all his friends at Hutton, and thanks everyone for all their help over the years. He's chosen the tunes this week as a going-away present alongside that beacon he dumped around Dunkers. We'd all like to wish both him and his alter ego, Just Call Me Wendy, the very best from everyone here in his new endeavours. And of course, once a Hutton trucker, always a Hutton trucker. And on that note, first up tonight, we've got Planet Caravan by Pantera. Whoa. I tell you what, those hippies have really got to us this week, haven't they? Well, you can, tell it was, you can tell it wasn't you who picked the tunes, because there was no cliff edge to the end of the side. I know. Stop. Well, I have picked one this evening. I have no idea if it's got a cliff edge on it, but yes, it sort of makes me feel all like I should be sitting in a stone circle with somebody with bongo drums over in a corner and celebrating the solstice. But uh, none of that, none of that this year. It's all been barred. I think two people were allowed to go to Glastonbury this year, weren't they, and sit on top of the tour. Yeah, and I think they zoomed it for everybody else. Yes. There were more people than that doing it in my village. And uh, people <laughs> saying that Glastonbury's gone all middle class, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very strange town to walk through. Oh, so many shops selling crystals. Yes, well, wonderful, wonderful, uh, wonderful festival to go to, and boo that we, we we're not at it this year. I haven't been for a couple of years, anyway. So yes, welcome to Hutton Orbital Mellow Live. This is a very relaxed show this evening. We're all far too hot to be running around like loonies, so we're, we're gonna we're gonna chill out and enjoy uh, enjoy the show. It is a green room week this week, which means towards the end of the show we're gonna pop across to the green room, or if there's only one person, in it we'll grab them by the scruff of the neck and and dump them in here because the air conditioning is marginally better. Um, so what have we got to talk about? We've got all. Oh, I see messages coming up. Uh, we have a message coming through from the Ruby 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 uh, saying they need more fuel. I think its fuel tank is full, but they need to dump some more in the market so they can transfer it. I think they're about three and a half thousand tons short at the moment. So anybody else, they're, they're nearly ready to leave. And um, yeah, once they're all loaded up, I'm sure Graham MK Snuggles McKeague will be letting us know when they're setting back. Uh, we know there are ten paladins on board who are coming to lend us a hand over in Colonia. Uh, plus, I think a hanky clone and a few others as well. But that was back in double quick time. I think it was it was well thirty six hours possibly. It got back. 
That included sleeping halfway, I suspect. But um, that isn't the official Hutton bus. The official Hutton bus is the FTM Cloud Atlas, and that's going to be heading back soon, brackets trademark, in a bit when they find Cecil. So what have we got in the list here? So, um, Sean. Yes. Yeah. Sean, you can you can take the first I'm throwing you in yep. at the deep end thing. That's fine. But Thank you yeah. for joining as usual. But what's the That's first fine. thing on our list of stuff stuff to tell people about? Funky Abigail's been doing all sorts of stuff with Fleet Carrier. She started a mining tour, actually took people out, took the mining and did, did you say a minor tour? Mining like a big, big tour. a minor tour, a big horny thing in a maze. No, no, I, I, I've been in that maze. It's quite interesting. Um, <laughs> right. But I was only eleven, so I don't remember much about it. Yes, no, Funky Abigail's done that, and she's come back. And she's at the moment, the, the Fleet Carrier Off-Axis Mining Company is going again, once again, from Barnard Star. And it should be about now, because uh, she said 30 minutes, and that was at 10 past 8. So it's more, just more than 30 minutes. But the last thing I saw was before half past 8, waiting to get some more tritium in there. So that's that's been very interesting. So she, she took people out gave them a nice time mining, and then brought them back from their day at the seaside with, with a collection of rocks. Like you as, as long as it wasn't Bournemouth, because it sounds like everybody's been arrested and thrown in jail. I know. And, and since a great deal of my relatives are in that town, I hope they're all safe. And, they're, and, and, not, ta- and not taking part, no. No, no, and I have some photographs of a young nephew of mine that they went down to the beach, but very early on before all the grockles go, which is that was nice. All right, well, well done, Funky Abigail. And, of course, we, we've got a green room week, so we don't know whether um, Abigail will be joining us later to tell us a little bit about that. Maybe, possibly. We don't know. Um, and then what have we got next? Oh, we, we have a competition. Uh, I think it's Amelia's Amelia's turn to tell us about exciting competitions. The, this one was nurses. sent in yeah, by LCU. I'm just having a look because he said he might be about at some point this evening. I know half nine he's going to be about, so green room for him. But yes, take it away. What's going on with the Gnosis? Well, as you will no doubt be aware, the Gnosis is being retired from active exploration and it will be repurposed as a science tour bus in the bubble. So um, to commemorate all the fun times we've had with the megaship, uh, they're running an open competition to create a video based on or around the Gnosis. So the topic is completely up to whoever wants to participate. It could be a documentary of the megaship's history. Uh, It could be a completely fictional drama. Um, It could be um, a megastructure style documentary of all the technical features uh, or or a mockumentary or a music video, you know, or even um, a commercial advertising the tour guide, Uh, you know, something better than what we did. Anyway, they... The, the participants can decide. Um, they're they're going to be given plenty of time to complete the project, and the competition will close on the 3rd of September, 3306. Uh, the winning video will be chosen by the Canon Council, who will announce the winner on the 10th of September, 3306. When the Gnosis jumps to its final destination in Verati, uh, ready to commence its duty, showing rich passengers the sights and science close to the bubble. Uh, the prize is a Canon water bottle. And if you can nominate two others to get one, um, you can reward your helpers. Well, thank you very much, Amelia. And thank you for LCU. No fool like one for sending us all the information on that one. Right. Uh, the next, Flossie. Right. Next week's going to be a different kind of week, isn't it? It is, yes. Because we're going to take an evening off. Yes, because it's LaveCon. It, it'll, it'll be LaveCon, yes. 
So next week, the um, well, it'll be the first Thursday of the month. We're not going to have a show on Thursday because instead, Flossie, we're going to be having a show on Saturday, as is traditional for LaveCon. Uh, we believe it's going to be Zoomed. Available on sort of Zoom and various, so we can join on Zoom to to do the thing. Usually, we get a few special guests, yeah, and, and a few sketches. A little, a little short hour long uh, show, so no music, lots of banter, and probably some special guests, um, and of course us. Yeah, and it's going to be a little bit later than normal. I th- have we got a ten p.m. slot? I think maybe. Not well, sure, time. Because then there'll be Dockers straight after that. Yeah, we're, we're the, we're oh, the yeah. warm-up back for Dockers, yes. Yeah. And we, we wouldn't want Mr. Shouty breaking in and, you know, screaming the place down by making him late <coughs> or sending all of his uh, audience to sleep before he does. So, um, yes, we're, we're, I th- it's going to be on, on the Saturday evening and we'll tell you more as and when we know it. Of course, everybody's welcome. I'd imagine it's going to be broadcast on all sorts of channels. Um, so you can watch on video, you can listen on the audio, and it's going to be going on. I think the virtual live con's going on all weekend. I know that I've seen Stephen Usher preparing loads of retro content, possibly for the day. So there's going to be some retro content, the all the usual stuff over the weekend. But a, a program will be forthcoming soon. Brackets trademark. And then um, Mr. Deadmeat. Hello. Oh crikey! Is that your fan, or have you got a tiger under your desk? I, it was just winding down. Not as quickly as I've turned the mic you, You're on. winding down your tiger. <laughs> yes. Don't step on its tail. It's never, got pointy, pointy never, stuff at the other never, end. Never ever wind up a tiger due to the pointy stuff. In fact, just tigers. Down. Just tigers. No. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so our space. Yes. It's interesting. I know. Place. I was listening. So, in the bubble, we've got the double dozen going on. Yes. Um, as well as, oh, and obviously, we've got Aiden fixing the outbreak in, in Epsilon Eridani, and he's full to the brim of medicines. By the way, anybody who wants to ship medicines, there are 16,000 tons of them aboard the Alvin's Mercy, which is over in Epsilon Eridani. Yeah, it's a great way to get rich because their missions there yeah, pay a fortune, don't they, for the medicines? Yes. Um, and yeah, you, you, you go to the station, you'll find, you know, deliver us. 20 tonnes for 10 million of uh, advanced medicines. What is it? Advanced medicines, performance enhancers. The basic meds as well, I think. And basic meds. Yeah. And maybe some progenitor cells. I can't remember. Depend- depends on the boards. Yeah. Obviously, um, that will have the side effect of possibly boosting influence there, but don't worry about it. We just need to fix the outbreak before it gets worse. The last two were an infrastructure failure, which they fixed in 24 hours, and it normally takes months. And a drought they fixed in uh, minus six hours. Which is quite impressive. Yeah. They actually, it got fixed before they even got there with a ship full of water. Well, that's the, that's the water companies for you. They just report these droughts <laughs> yeah. in the off chance that they might run. Hose, hose pipe bands all round. So, yeah, th- then we've got the double dozen things. So we've got Wolf 1481. Now, what do you know about Wolf 1481? Well, it's quite pretty, because um, Alvin was, don't expand, don't expand, don't... Oh, that looks nice. <laughs> yes, all shinies, um, squeaky toys. So, right. yes, I've not, been, I've not been exploring. Commander Overlight did the exploring, um, and we found it's got quite nice shipyards, and it's got some good... It's got a uh, materials trader, and it's got... Uh, what's the other one? Not an engineer. Uh, a materials trader, universal card graphics, no tech broker... That was the one, yes. I'm pretty sure it's got a tech worker at one of the stations. Has he got one of those? I think, I'm pretty sure that's what I saw on the... Uh, on the old I'm, I'm just glancing at Velasquez Gate- Gateway, which is the large station there. It looks like it's a Coriolis. But, it uh, is, yeah. 
doesn't say it has a broker, but it may be that my data is out of date on that one. So we'll have to have a look. Oh, it's got a planetary yeah. base as well. Yeah, indeed. So we'll go to, I, I think we should, <coughs> assuming we take control, <laughs> uh, we should get the uh, the station the station first and the base second, I think. Yeah, no. and it's in, in the hands of Boo Zachary Hudson. Yeah, his... His Boo his Zachary Hudson at See, the moment. We won't, we won't take his, his hands off it, but we'll really annoy him by being in control. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What is it? it? It falls under his power, but it will be the thorn in his side. So, oh. yes, Velasquez Gateway, Jones Orbital, Seton Station, and Levinson Arsenal are the bases. Awesome. And we are currently sitting pretty in third place having jumped up to 14.2% in influence there, having arrived. So we've leapfrogged the Wolf 1481 Corporation, the Law Party. That sounds serious. Mm. We're going to bring the law. Uh, the Defence Force and the Posse. Indeed. And what we want to do is to boost 1481 so they follow us as we climb. Uh, we don't really care who wins the election, but we just want it to go on for as long as possible because if we can jump past 37 Zybutis... Gold Advance Limited, whatever that means. Um, <laughs> then, what if they, we do that while they're in election? Then we don't get into any kind of conflict, election, war, any of those things, and we can go straight at the uh, at the leaders and take their control away. Sounds sounds good. Yes, because the fourteen eighty one Corp and She Bootis Gold Advance Limited Corp, mm. whoever they are, are currently in in an election between the two of them over over some nasty planetary base that we really don't want to get our hands on. Yes. So, which which is quite good. Absolutely. So um, a, we don't, a, we don't want their stuff, and B, we don't want to waste time fighting them when we can go straight to the top. Yep, and, we, and we, obviously we do have to put out an apology because um, to, to, there was a, a budding new player group, um, and they had put in an application to join Wolf1481 and then were ejected because the Alliance moved in. But then when the sword, all of the BGS influence went wrong last week, the Alliance got kicked out on their ear, so they immediately submitted... Uh, a second application to join the system, yes. only to find that Hutton had moved in. Indeed, yes. And they'll be extremely frustrated because the player faction that were in there before aren't a player faction like us. They're, they they support, they're a supporting faction. So it, oh, is it our friend Patsy again? Um, it, it, it's the, the fellows that we rubbed oh. our noses with before, yes. We definitely, yeah, we, we definitely had nothing to do with Lave at all. And um, yes. yes, indeed, yes. Um, well, that's quite nice, isn't we it? genuinely did have nothing to do with them retreating from here, but I'm not sure they're going to believe that. Nope, it wasn't us, we're innocent. <laughs> or is that a different day of the week? Hang on a second. Uh, no, that's Tuesday. That's Tuesday, yes. Okay, um, so what do you need people to do over in that system then? Is it just missions for us, or can we do bounty hunting? What, what can we do? Anything for us apart from exploration, because we don't own any assets, so we can't drop back exploration data, but missions, passengers, bounties, anything like that will work, and Wolf only the nice things, so missions and exploration check if they have a station. That's good, and obviously the leading faction are a democracy, but um, that doesn't mean we won't get a war. No, it doesn't, no. No. In fact, yes, no, no, da no data at all in 1481 because the leading faction own everything. So wherever you drop data, that will benefit the leading faction. Mm -hmm. We don't want that. Right, and we've had a notification from Smuggles McKeague that the launch of the Ruby is going to be ooh, 1600 UTC tomorrow. Excellent. That's game time. So 1600 British time. Yep. Right. Then over in Colonia, obviously the, the team have all been tied up trying to, to wrestle things out of the hands of Simbad the Bad, Boo, again. Ooh. 
boo. boo. Um, and, and then he snuck up behind us with his evil posse and managed to expand into Il Procol Centauri. Now, as everybody knows, I'm hoping Amelia knows, Il Procol Centauri, what's there? I have no idea. Would that be Hut and Moon? Oh, yes, because, you know, we're off to Hut and Moon and all that. Yep. And Fort Mug. Fort Mug, yes. Yep, which is our, our bastion and, and Hanky's home away from home, uh, King Hanky of Colonia, uh, over there. They snuck up, expanded into the system, and promptly nabbed 20% of the influence. So we slapped them down a little bit. And then, unfortunately, we got an expansion, which then dropped us by another 18%. Ouch. as as these things do because you've got to pay for expansions you see and you pay in influence um so yes we expanded to pytheus which is the home of the lgc cartographers guild i think they've got a they've got a um, a mapping factory on a planet somewhere in pytheus i think um but we're not going to take that one are we no hank says please leave it alone um literally all one of the factions in there are player factions and they are all friendly to us with us whatever you want to call it um so we have no intention of getting into scuffles and fortunately if we do go above or below another faction apart from the owners there are there's one base in there there's one place so the owners have the planetary base so unless we fall yeah, out and we owners, don't behave like sinbad the bad if it belongs to somebody else we don't touch absolutely and um, we don't yep. even have to work to manage our influence there because there's nothing to win or lose from other factions so it literally it does not matter what order but us being there stops somebody evil going there and taking over absolutely yes which Systems is good can be full because yes. we're nice people we're lovely we don't ever do anything naughty deliberately yeah, and this is colonial so i wouldn't say go as far as to say nice but we're well behaved Yep, and then of course over for Ed's thirty-eight, we've got a whole team over there. We've got Montgomery Python, we've got Commander Bam, we've got Snuggles McKeague, we've got Cecil, we've got I mean countless people. Obviously Millstone, who is a, a part-time trucker and full-time biscuit. Yep, and we've got a whole load of more people come incoming on the Ruby 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 tomorrow. Yep. So when they arrive, it's just um, go to Dunker's Rest, do missions for Edge 38 and hunt those elusive bounties. And we've had this with Hutton Space before, haven't we, where we try and hunt bounties for us in systems. And they are, if we're not the system owner, they are as rare as. Yes, indeed. Yes. Um, Maybe it's because we're lovely and we don't like putting bounties on anybody. But um, yes, the, the, these are the things that have the most effect over there. But guess what? We can't find any. Yes, indeed. Um, but, but, but obviously, we can, we can boost yep. uh, Sidewinder, can't we? Uh, yes, we're, we're also obviously Radio Sidewinder are our friends, and uh, we're working with them a little bit. So yes, we can we can play around. Uh, basically, as long as, as Sinbad the Bad gets his grubby mitts off it, we can deal with it afterwards. Indeed. So yes, if yep. if we can push, if it, it's it's at the moment looking easier to push Sidewinder into Sinbad for the war for the station, or the the land base rather. So if we can do that. We've already got an agreement in place to swap it back to Ed's 38 when they take it. So, um, it's, yes, it's us. Because well, us, us radio stations stick together, don't we? Indeed. That's why. That's why we're all friends. Yes. And we never. The, the, the broadcasters that keep everybody busy while they're on the hut and run. Okay. Um, so that's that with 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 hut and space. And then obviously, Flossie, you brought us up to date with all of the fleet carriers. There's a lot going on with these fleet carriers, isn't there? Yeah, there is, isn't there? There's a good few around. And the, obviously, uh, to point out, there's a few people saying, well, but, but, but what about my fleet carrier? 
there are hundreds and, and we've got so many commanders in Hutton. There are loads of fleet carriers and we'd love to read out the whole list and what you're up to. These yeah. ones are the, the official carriers that are doing Hutton related things. <laughs> but obviously if you are launching an incentive to, I don't know, go and repair stations using your carrier or something that Hutton can get involved with as a, a PWP activity, player with player activity, then do let us know. And we can obviously give you a little FTM branding for the front of your name if you want. And, um, you know, put notifications out for you and tell people what you're up to. Um, it has been quite a mission because obviously traditionally we've got one thing going on at once. And so we all pile off and do the one thing and then that's easy. But on, on, in this case, you know, pilots are doing their own thing. So the Alvin's Mercy, for instance, you'll see messages pop up from Aiden saying, help, I need some more fuel. So there is, depending on where you are and what you want to do with your free time, there's loads of different things going on. You could be a miner bringing fuel to the ships. You could be loading on to go and do some pew pew or some missions, or you can, I mean, there's a whole wealth of things. So it's a bit unusual for us that we've got loads of little things going on at once, as opposed to one big Hutton mission, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Flossie, have you, you, you were on board the, um, uh, the cloud, cloud Atlas. Yeah. Yeah. Out to Colonia. Are you, yes. So you're there now. You, you got off it. Did you? I did. Yes. And I've been doing, um, well, Hanky asked me to do missions for Tia, hot call, so I've been doing them. Oh, right, okay. So, that, yeah, so you're, you're propping us up in, in that system at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Well, there, there are loads, I don't know which vessel you're in, but there are loads of little mining missions out there as well. Um, so at uh, Dunker's Rest, for instance, it says, you know, go and get us, was it mono, hydro, oh, come on, <laughs> back me up here, Sean. <laughs> mono, um, ethyl, hydro... No, yeah, something. Yeah, it's. I think you inject it, don't you, or something? You know. <laughs> well, is is it the thing that makes Centauri make a gin blue? I have no idea. And and water and stuff. So there, there are lots of those little missions as well. And every now and again, a, a wing mission crops up, so paying out fifty million credits for something, which we then all get into a ring, wing really quickly and cash in on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's there's loads going out there, and as this is the good thing about the carriers is that. For some of us, and I know for you, Flossie, you know, Colonia's like that, you know, it's just, and you're, the, <laughs> and you're there. But for some of us, I've I've never been that far out. And so getting on board the, um, getting on board the, the hot bus and getting out there has been an experience. And I'm, I'm now able to look at Colonia for yep. the first time. So, it, you know, these, these fleet carriers have been really, really handy. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it's the, the first time Poppy's been there anyway. Yeah, and obviously the DSSA lot. I mean, yeah, around Guardian Ruins, it does mean that one was it the R the Ars the Ars what Nebula? Ars <laughs> about face. The Ars about face Nebula. Yeah, and Guardian Ruins. So it, it also, obviously, if you haven't been to Guardian Ruins, it does mean that there's a a fleet carrier lurking somewhere near them. I think they're three jumps away from the Crystal's Refuge, three jumps away from Final Destination. So that makes it about fifteen hundred light years away from its final place in Aquila's Halo. So um, yeah, and I don't I don't know where Alvin's rest is at the moment. I didn't get a notification on that one, but they're they're out there. Um, what we haven't done yet, and we ought to do, is actually set up the squadron bookmarks so that you can see where these official ships are. So it's something that over the next few days we may do and set up the uh, the squad bookmarks for the official carriers as well, because the bookmarks move with the carriers, which is handy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right. So what else? Oh, now, um, yeah, green room coming up, as we mentioned earlier. But now we, we had a discussion earlier, Sean. We did. We, we um, talked about, about all sorts of things. About your cereals. Yes. Or Flossie's yes. cereal. Yes, I should make sure they have a lot more fibre in the mornings. 
Yes, <laughs> but um, because because we 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 had a debate about whether there were one or two episodes left, and yes, we think there, there might be two episodes. There left. are there are there are two. There, are two. there were, was going to be one, but I was falling asleep writing it, so um, Flossie was going to fall asleep reading it. So we have we have split it to so you have something to look forward to, and I I don't know whether we'll get to do it. Uh, next week at the Lavecon show. Oh no, no, we'll we'll, we'll save it, photo. save it for save our first week, week back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it'll be the denouement at that. Point. Yep. And of course, if you want to catch up on these episodes, you can go to media.forthemug.com. Uh, it will be. What I'm going <clears> to do <throat> is make sure that they're available. I'm going to create an omnibus edition at the end of this and put all of the episodes together. Just about the right length for a trip from Colonia to the Bubble. Yes, because yeah. there'll be a there'll be a, a, a competition at that point. A competition? A small competition, yes. Or don't phone. It's just for fun competition, or a real no, competition. No, no, no. I'm going to I'm going to raid the um, uh, Hutton decal banks and take uh, take one of those. Um, you, I don't know if people have noticed, but I uh, have managed to sneak some of the um, some book titles into the script. Um, and there were, at the end of book it, titles from a yes. famous author. Yes, whose name coincidentally sounds a little bit like the author of this. Um, but um, at that point, the, uh, there will have been eighteen of them snuck in, and I'm look, get, looking for people to go and actually uh, find them and tell us where they are and what kind of pathetic pun I hid them under. Oh, right. Okay. Well, so so th- this would be uh, what inscribed on the walls of a certain hotel over in Harrogate somewhere. That kind of thing, yes. Yeah, okay. Just for a clue as to who the author might have been if you hadn't worked out. <laughs> anyway, um, well, I don't know whether the... Hang on a second. Let's just... Somebody pass the bong over. Check, let's just check that that's working first. Is the bong machine fixed? No. Yeah, bong machine's should broken. Be. Should bong. Be. It should be. Oh, and, and I was wondering, do we have a tune ready for... for um... Oh, there we go. Bong machine's okay. What about the tune machine? The auto-tune? Yes, that's and, fine. In which case, I don't know which one you've chosen this week, but shall I hand over to Flossie and Sean, yes. Mr. Palantir? When the universe is in trouble, bug infestations in the bubble, your home stations burn rubble. What on earth can we do when your faction leader's a dog and your daily tasks are a slog? You're feeling like a youth cog What on earth can we do now? Interstellar initiatives Let Flossie tell you what She's it is Then you can get Let's involved get with this You should listen to what Flossie says Interstellar initiatives Flossie tells us what she thinks it is Then you with this now you should listen to what Flossie says listen to what Flossie says what on earth can we do do what Flossie tells you to what if she talks nonsense interstellar initiatives let Flossie tell you what it is then you can get involved this you should listen to what Flossie said Now we heard what Flossie said We can put this matter to bed Just keep a voice in your head 
Flossie told you what to do. The wait is nearly over. We have reached the fifth part of This Other Eden, the casebook of Miss Marbles concerning the taken tankards, cribbed china, missing mugs, stolen stoneware, or purloined pottery. Now, we would explain the setup with a story so far, but quite honestly, if you've missed the first four, what's the point? Yes, I know, but, but is it worth it? After all, Miss Marbles herself is going to give a praise in a few moments. It makes me feel a bit redundant. Look, I know I'm not Wotherspoon presenting a documentary on Lale Wolf or making Sagittarius I sound magnificent, but I do my best. I hardly think it calls for that kind of language. Fine, have it your way. Sorry, go ahead, Flossie. As I stared at the wall of the fleet carrier, feeling that all I needed was a strong smell of diesel to complete the illusion that I was below deck on a cross-country ferry to combat the intense boredom, I pondered on the events that had led me to this on this unlikely journey. For example, why had someone stolen the mugs in the first place? What did they hope to do with them? It started with Flormopig Guy at Hutton giving me a clue, which had sent me to the Mad Monks and their apotheosis Eddie Gridler, only to be one step behind him, and then when, even when I did catch up with him, I'd been sent on what might prove to be a wild goat's chase to Sol next door from where I started. But when I get to Sol, where should I start my search? The outlaw Gridler has been quite vague and I couldn't spend time looking at every planet, asteroid, station and USS in the system. It would take far too long, and I'd, I'd already been told that this was the last episode. Better get a move on. So, a secret society, worshipping goats. Something as silly as this would be run by men, naturally. So where would they have their headquarters? Of course, Venus. She was always associated with goats one way or another, though nothing was ever proven, via many mythologies and astrology over the centuries. Burnell Station, a civilian outpost in orbit above Venus, looks a little forlorn as we approached, its five pads all in darkness, until we came into land. This had to be it. This would be where I would find the cult of the Guardians and with their mysterious sigils and unnatural rites and I'd pack my camera just in case. The fact that the main imports for this station were beer and wine was the clincher, as we all know that secret male societies are just an excuse to have a funny handshakes, dress up and drink, and not necessarily in that order. I started to notice that there were, seemed to be more than the usual number of people wandering the corridors with capering companions and that despite them doing their best to look nonchalant, they were all gradually drifting in the same direction, along with people who did, did have cloven hoof companion, towards a room that was closed off by an old blanket, where two shifty-looking men seemed to be checking for something before allowing entry. I just had to know, 
So I got out my knitting again and tried to look every bit of my mostly harmless rating as I edged closer to the door. What was it they were looking for to allow entry? I got my first clue when all of the people with goats were waved straight through. This had to be the meeting of the cult of the goat, surely. Someone put their mouth close to the bouncer's ear and said, I'm feeling horny, and was admitted. There were variations on this, such as, I'm not kidding, Nanny sent me, and I'm a silly Billy. Others showed some kind of symbol. One had what I sincerely hope was a piece of goat horn in his hand. Another had a piece of particularly smelly cheese. And one lady in very tight trousers just opened the front of her coat, which seemed to satisfy the doorkeeper. I'm a friend of book, I said. A phrase which has got me out of trouble in many a CDC location about as often as it caused everyone to turn and stare, accompanied by the sound of guns being cocked, but it was worth a try. Luck was with me, as a blanket was pulled back and I was ushered in. Do you know the word hercine? No, neither did I, but believe me, it is a word that I know will stay with me for a long time. Much like the smell of goats, it's used to describe, and the rash I got from one of them rubbing against my leg. The meeting had started and the man at the front, who was wearing a whole goat skin like a cloak and horns, surely he must have been hot in that, was saying something about manipulating the cost of low temperature diamonds. We must not allow them to be sold at the free mind price, he shouted. We must consolidate all of our holdings in a sweeping merger. Then when the authorities check the curves of the prices over time, they won't think about the why they flat, they're flat a mystery. These weren't the goat worshippers. This was nothing but a high finance meeting disguised as a religious revival, purely for the purposes of avoiding tax and sneaking in more book titles. This was not going to get me closer to the missing mugs, but it was my only lead. Think, June Marbles. Think, I thought. Are you back at the beginning? It was with a sinking heart that I realised that I had indeed come back to square one and that I must have been too hasty in departing the scene of the crime. Pausing only to buy a large stack of paperback books and a coffee at the Spaceports branch of W.H. Schmidt's, even in the 34th century, branches can still be found in out-of-the-way locations, though to this day nobody knows why. I set off en route for Houghton Orbital. Join us next time for the final part of this other reading. Promise it's the last one. When back at the scene of the crime, Miss Marbles confronts the criminal mastermind and unmasks the villain in her most dangerous and daring move yet. Flossie told you what to do. Oh, it's gripping stuff. And where is Eddie Gridler? That's what I want to know. And who is Eddie Gridler? That's the <laughs> second thing I want to know. Um, oh, by the way, um, one thing we forgot earlier also is that uh, a team went out to find the uh, the fake mug production facilities that have been distributing all these evil fake mugs we see on other Facebook pages um, under the guise of um, it's the, the the dastardly Don. And I understand they went out this week and they smashed it into itty-bitty bits to try and prevent all the fake mugs. So uh, well done to Commander Venezia and all those people that went out and had fun blowing things up this week to try and prevent the uh, creation of fake mugs. 
Now it's in the galaxy. Um, but I know there was an event, a, a piracy-related event to try and stop those in the galaxy as well, which ties in quite nicely with the mystery of the mugs, the missing mugs, I think. Maybe, a little bit. <laughs> so anyway, yes, uh, thanks very much to Commander Venezia. Right, on that cliffhanger, it's time to move on to the next bit of the show. With Commander Wallerspoon taking a much-needed break, uh, we do understand that in these temperatures, he's gone to find an ice-cool geezer to sit on until he cools down a bit, or until Galnet News returns. It's the Galnet Food Digest coming up next, but first, another song from JCMW. It's to commemorate his onward voyage and presumably his love of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy with Journey of the Sorcerer by, of course, the Eagles. Good evening. I'm Amelia Hawke, and this is the Galnet Food Digest. We try everything strange and dangerous in the galaxy, so you don't have to. This week, I'm investigating one of the stranger, rare foodstuffs available in the galaxy, Sanuma decorative meat. At first glance, the name lends itself to the kinds of protein-based clothing used by actresses at red carpet events to draw attention to themselves, or the plight of cute and fluffy animals. Bacon skirts, beef brisket hats, chicken fillet filled undergarments. However, there is a lot more meat to this story. Sonuma decorative meat is quoted as being one of the most inventive of synthetic specialist meats, grown into fabulous sculptures of flesh on the bone. Available in only small quantities from Dunyak in Sonuma, even the name of the station sounds like someone is proclaiming a visit to talk to the galaxy on the porcelain telephone. The Sonuma system isn't interesting in itself. This meat isn't found on the pastures of some nearby Earth-like world, grazing on the finest of grasslands or swimming through blue oceans without a care in the world. Dunyak is a high-tech station, and it is here that they invented the process. Whilst lab-grown meat substitute is protein-rich, though texture poor, uh, known throughout space, the Sonuma scientists have taken things one stage further. Using artificial bone structure substitute and their own secret growth formula, they're actively able to rear their own meat direct onto any bone shapes that they want, and with some cunning DNA adjustments, replicate just about any known meat in the galaxy, alive or extinct. The laboratory has an extensive library of endangered creatures. For those far too dangerous to hunt for food, the Australian drop bear, the three-horned fire-breathing cattle of the onesie system, the ice camels of Europa can all be authentically replicated, speared and spit-roasted over an open fire. For the modern Stone Age family, there is the option of having a drive-through brontosaurus chop delivered to the window of the family adder, for the Scottish contingent, there's the square sausage, grown from eight-cornered pigs of QBO3. And for the Camori Mafria, the purple pepperoni of pepper station in the appropriately named pepper system. They can even grow the meats to order. Flame-grilled dragon chops, unicorn rump steaks, complete with rainbow marbling, 
and in the less savoury parts of the galaxy, you can even grow them in the shape of your worst enemy and feast on his flesh. Though we understand you have to be both imperial and seriously inbred to want to try that one, uh, or the Don. Of course, all the trimmings can be added. Want porks crackling grown naturally on your chicken thighs? Want wolf nipple chips or ocelot noses? Mock turtle soup made with genuine mock turtles. Turkey drumsticks that you can actually use to play music. Anything goes. I've been here for a week and seen meat that you wouldn't believe. All shapes and sizes and cooked every which way from ceviche to saignan to smoky and jerky. So where is the danger? Simply put, it's from the galaxy's militant vegan population. Whilst the meat is lab-grown and has never met a living, breathing, cud-chewing remnant, fundamentalist vegans have taken to using guerrilla tactics to shut the labs down as meat is murder, even if the meat was never alive. Over the centuries, what started as an ethical choice, not to eat anything with a face, has evolved into a salad cult with clout. How their diet stands up in modern times when you meet the semi-sentient portobello creatures of the cave sector, or the singing sweet potatoes of yam, is anyone's guess. There are rumours that the scientists have been experimenting on Thargoid hearts to try and replicate edible sweetbreads, but as of yet, all recipes have proven to taste like chicken. This is Amelia Hawke for the Galnet Food Digest. I'm wearing my Tsunama Ruberger sandals, and off to a Barbie. Next week, with a look at more of the galaxy's strangest foodstuffs, the luxury hamper items from Derignus and Chi Eridani. Thank you, Amelia. Now, we're heading in a hurry in the direction of Buck. Mr. Neck is definitely prepared for all this hot weather by wearing as little as possible. We hope the camera operators manage to cut out all the naughty bits. We can't say the same for the sound crew as they never listened to it before it's broadcast. Don't forget, after that, we're heading to the green room to say hi to anyone hiding in there. So this is your opportunity to move to wit. We're off on a space ride. So... Hang on tight, it's Wendy Fine. Well, howdy there, y'all. 
This here's Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways. Back again for this week's Hutton Top Truck. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself relatively pain-free by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as falling off your horse like Beecher did the other day. Well, actually, he ran it straight into a wall. <laughs> it looked damn painful, too. So let's get on to our top truckers this week. Yeehaw! From the Explorers, jumping around like them noisy crickets in the field, Commander Dwight Schrute took the lead this week and jumped 42,685 light years. Commander Millstone Barn had fun with his trigger finger again this week, turning the despicably dirty new batter Don Antonacci and his band of pathetic pirates into space dust. He racked up over 78 million credits worth of bounties while tearing the engines out of each and every one of the Don ships. Running missions faster than Cecil on the way to Cubicle 3 to take a leak. Commander Millstone Barn took the lead and tallied up 1,165 mission points this week. Loading up the new trailer attached to the rear of a Lacon Type 9 and filling it to the brim, Commander Yorina Yoshida hauled almost 202,000 tons of cargo around the galaxy. Driving the Hutton Uber this week, Commander Prince Swin Kimri just uh, delivered 677 passengers around the galaxy. He even picked up a Happy Meal from McThargoids for one of them customers. Now, some of y'all thought you could take a shortcut on the old Hutton Run. Well, that don't sit well with Buck. Hutton Run is a time-honored challenge to jump into the system at Alpha Centauri and travel that .22 light year straight out to Hutton Orbit. Much like other race challenges in the past, such as the Bandit and Snowman running 400 cases of Coors beer from Texarkana back to Atlanta, and the Cannonball Run zooming across the United States from New York City to Los Angeles. You don't get to use shortcuts. What fun would it have been if one of them simply chartered a flight? Nope, ain't no challenge in that. Lacon Spaceways employs only the finest programmers and time trackers, though. And those who thought they'd snake their way into the top echelon have simply disappeared instead. Many thanks especially to Atarius Fusion for his tireless work on the Hutton Helper, keeping the sanctity of the run and all of our other challenges. Thus, for this week, I will only mention that our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is held by Commander Brett Riverboat in 1 hour, 22 minutes, and 31 seconds. That time can be beat, but are you willing to do it the honest way and light up the sky? If so, download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? 
make sure you got the button helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own hut decal for your ship. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy that still use NASA's $23 million toilet system. And that was Book. Yeehaw! Next is us. Yes, it's us. But it's also Aphex Twin with Is Us. Green Room coming up soon. Isn't that lovely? It was, yes. Yeah, we, we, we opened the door into the uh, the main studio here, mainly because the air conditioning's working a little bit better than it is in that stuffy little green room. But um, yeah, a few of you come and join us this evening. So we're going to play this the usual way. Actually, I tell you what, we're going to be really mean and we're going to grab we're going to grab Baz. He didn't know we were grabbing him, but we grabbed Baz. Hang on a second. And we grabbed Verlaran as well and interrupted whatever they were up to with, oh, with a bit of green room us. stuff. Good evening. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, we do like doing that on a Thursday evening. So um, we, we've dragged you in for the green room session. If you don't mind, I can put you back if you want. No, 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 no that's no. good. I'm, I'm very happy for that day. We, we, we have we have got the uh, the aircon on, and there's uh, there's ice in the bucket in the corner. <laughs> Excellent. So um, we're going to play this as usual. We're going to take our turns. We're going to say hi to everybody. If you've got something to say, then say it. When we come to you, uh, if you've got nothing to say or you're all done, you just say for the mug, and we move on. Okay. Um, I'm going to start. And then we're going to go Emilio, Flossie, Steve, and then Harry Balsack. And I think that means we don't crash into each other this week. <laughs> you say that whenever you do this. <laughs> Something will change, don't you worry. Yeah. So first things first, I'm going to say hello to the, the uh, superstar tech man himself. It is Commander Ventura. Hello. How are we doing? Hello. Yes. Um, very well, very well. But it's all about you, this bit. Um, I'm doing fine. Uh, busy at work. I've been doing bits and pieces. Not really much else. Uh, playing a bit of World of Warcraft, and that's about it for the mug. All right. Well, thank you very much, um, superstar tech maestro Norman. And I'm handing over. Was it was it Amelia then, Flossie? So it's Amelia. It was Amelia. Next. Yep. Yep. In that case, I'm talking to Harry Balzac. How the devil are you, sir? I'm splendid, thank you. One of the a small advantages of being older and having retired is that when you get flipping hot weather like this, all I've had to do is sit outside, drink pims, and write bits of script. That's all I've had to do all week, really, basically. You can tell which bits were under the influence of pims. That doesn't sound like a bad week. No, no, not a bad week at all. I've been doing bits of cooking and stuff. Obviously, I made 10 portions of ragu on earlier this week, just just oh, before the heat set in. But no, just feet up. Glasses cold. Nice. So I'm going to fall the mug it. Fall the mug. <laughs> and so it's me, too. See, what sort of a week Rantheon has had. Oh, it's been it's been a quieter week this week. Obviously, last week I was helping Cecil with all his mission running, and um, I think I burnt myself out somewhat, either that or sitting in the sun. So um, I, I hit the was it hit the top and had to stop, and that's been bothering me. But I've been I've been <laughs> out um, lending a hand over at. Um, Dunker's Rest, <clears throat> um, having actually arrived as Vantian in the Shady Lady, the Purple Python, 
in Colonia. Um, I've taken it out, warmed up the guns in a in a Hasrez site, and harvesting what is it, twenty five thousand credits in return for the two and a half million for all the other factions. So it, it's it's um, <laughs> been hard work getting my hands on them, but um, doing a bit of that. Uh, other than that, doing a little bit of work. Well, not real work, but just you know prepping stuff work in the hopes that work's going to restart um, yeah. later in the year. So uh, I, I understand our industry was talked about in Parliament today. Uh, oh, probably, goodness. Probably won't help. But anyway, um, other than that, yeah, messing around with with sound files, writing scripts, building planters for the garden, watering the planters in the garden. Oh, yeah. Shaving the dog. <laughs> uh, laughing at everybody standing in the queue outside the shops that, less than one meter apart. That's not a euphemism, is it? You really <laughs> no, were no, shaving the dog. No, I really was shaving the dog. And well, we we um, the local groom room opened, and they 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 were able to open specially. So we went into an empty store and up to the grooming bit. And behind plastic was a lovely lady with a set of clippers who shaved the dog for me. Unfortunately, she took his eyebrows off, so his expression now looks permanently sad. Ah, oh. Yeah. Uh, the he, one next tra- door to us never closed. He's he's mm. been trying to um, lurk into the studio here. He's been trying to sneak into the studio a few times, so I've had to send him packing. So yeah, really, that that's been my week. Just um, carrying on with the, the homeschooling for Mini Me. Obviously, school oh, yeah. doing quite a bit, but that's going to wind down soon. So we'll be on summer holidays soon, which will feel <laughs> totally different. Oh yeah, totally and oh, and watching my way through the Mandalorian, which right. has been which has been fantastic, really good piece of telly, and uh, I'm really glad I caught up with some of the uh, the car- the cartoon Star Wars beforehand, the the rebels and everything. So I've been gorging myself on Star Wars while while flying spaceships. Oh, nice, yeah. Boba Fett was always the best. So the Mandalorian is is sort of heaven for somebody who was a big fan of Boba Fett. Yeah, that's all I can say. Although <laughs> Boba Fett is in but, season two. No, that was all muffled. Can't hear. I know Boba Fett is coming into season two of Mandalorian. Spoilers. Oh, don't do spoilers. <laughs> it's been advertised every. <laughs> oh, no. I close my eyes, close my ears. But that, that last episode, uh, when he gets the thing, and yeah, I did a whoop whoop when he got the thing <laughs> at the end. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to put spoilers out. So, yeah, that, that's, that's been my week. So, um, that and supporting Hutton activities and um, sort of monitoring where the fleet carriers are and helping load people up and, yeah, just busy. But right. it, it, it brings me up the point because obviously that's yet another um, at Disney Plus. That's an, yet another thing to sign up for. And I don't know if people notice, of course, the trailer this week for Foundation. Ooh, yes, yes the Asimov. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's on but yet it's another on one. Apple, Apple Plus. Oh. I'm thinking, oh no. Well, no, well I'll, 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 do, I'll do swap with somebody when I when I'm fed up with Disney Plus. <laughs> I'll swap out mine and I'll swap in one oh. of those. Yeah. It does. It does look good, but whether whether it, a bit like all other apples, it's all shiny and no substance yeah, remains yeah, to be seen. Mm. But um, yeah, other, other than that, Flossie, um, it's it's for the mug from me. Thank you, Father Mark. And I get to talk to Mr. Aiden. Good day, sir. It's been a while, and he's very quiet. Mm-hmm. He was here a minute ago. No, no, he lit up. Who's that? What me? I can yes, barely, I can barely, barely hear you, Steve. Oh dear! No, well, none, we, we're here to none of us to can you, hear him. So. We've actually had it arranged very specially that way. For goodness' <laughs> sake, don't tell him. 
Oh yeah, you see, if you if you if you if you right click on the dead meat and you can you can turn him right up, but he's been dead quiet this evening. Luckily, on the broadcast, he's coming out really really loudly. What I'll translate for you in sign language, okay? What he said was, "Hi, Aiden, how are you?" Um, Dan is being as loud as possible. I still couldn't hear him, which I suppose you know swings and roundabouts. But yeah, I'm I'm fine. Um, I was in the office today and say, saying thank. Thank Alvin for uh, Aircon. So um, apart from that, um, yeah, just doing occasional bits of fleet carrier stuff and trying to make sure that it in the right place with the right bit of kit. Jolly good. I don't say I don't know whether to bother talking if you can't hear me or <laughs> to carry on and hope that you can struggle through. Dead Meat says he doesn't know if you can hear him. <laughs> See, for people listening on the radio, this will be fun because Dead Meat's been turned up loud for that one. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's the thing. Yes, but I, I can't shout up so Aiden can hear me because <laughs> then I'll deafen the listener. <laughs> yes, he says he's not going to shout in case he deafens our listener. <laughs> it's your daughter. <laughs> Well, anyway, look, thank you very much, Commander Aiden. I think we've got a, a comms failure going on here, but thank you very much for all you're doing with the um, Alvin's Mercy. Yeah, uh, I would just like to, you know, give a shout-out to Commander Farkup for um, helping out yesterday. Um, 16,000 tonnes. Something like, yeah. Um, I went to bed last night, and it was pretty much went, right, I'll set everything up, uh, set by orders up for uh, you know all of our combat stabilizers because I'm given to understand that Alvin does not look upon them with fondness, um, so they might be a little bit illegal. Um, and then got up this morning and went, oh, it's all done. Well, okay. <laughs> Hutton doesn't do things by halves. So yeah, um, and now I'm just sort of quietly going back and forth between. Alvin's Mercy and JB Station. Sounds good. Dead Meat, do you have any other questions for Aiden? I'll relay them. Uh, no, just as long as he's having a great time and uh, enjoying his in and out of game experiences. Yeah, he hopes you're having a great time. Yeah, it, it works. <laughs> it works. Okay. <laughs> unlike, un, un, unlike Steve's mic, yes. But, um, well, thank you very much, Commander Aiden. Aiden. Thank you very much, yeah, Dead Meat. By the way, if anybody else is going to be spoken to by dead meat later you may want to right click on him and turn him up a little bit um because i think the broadcast to the team speak here from him is a little quiet albeit the radio is just fine or not yes or not uh, okay so it's up to me now to talk to the delicious amelia how's your week been hello um my week's been great um very relaxing mm, um i've been taking tell. well i've been taking a little bit of a break from uh Lee dangerous and i've been doing a lot of reading um so it's been kind of sprawled out on the sofa um you know a cup of tea in my favorite mug uh lots of cookies mug. yeah oh. mug <laughs> um and just reading a lot of well basic basically traveler books um rpg books and mm -hmm. that's about it that's my entire week actually it's been very very quiet very relaxing i've been enjoying everything i mean we've we've been playing the traveler rpg with um vante and uh dead meat uh Hober and mr witherspoon and it's been really fun so i'm just brushing up on all the turmoils that is to come for them i imagine you sitting there rubbing your hands with glee <laughs> it's not an evil hand rub at all we, we can see her doing it yes it's, <laughs> i suspect there's cackling going on as well 
Yes, that Sometimes. narwhal won't sharpen itself, will it? Exactly. Um, but yeah, other than other than um, you know, reading and chilling, it's a for the mug from me. Would that be me again now? It's it's always but you. The, how long have we been doing this? <laughs> Whenever you don't know who it is, it's you. You know uh, that. It's it's my turn to talk to Kinrain Baz. Hey. For the moment. How the blazes are you, Baz? I'm very, <laughs> very well indeed. Cheers, sir. I'm very well. Uh, really busy at work. Um, so obviously the 10K is, for the virtual 10K is, is very much in progress. Um, and just been marvelling at the, the trucker uh, presence in that. Yeah, Alvin's got a bone to pick with you for breaking truckers. <laughs> but you have um, to tell Dr Mick he's broken a trucker. Is that Eddie? Yes. Wow. He did a he did a crack, cracking job. It must be, you know, running a marathon is hard enough in one go, but a bit then stop. And then do a bit and your body goes, no, I'm done now. They do a bit more. Oh, dear. What a feat, though. What a feat. It's um, unbelievable. So last weekend, we just had the most amazing weekend of people fundraising, which for a sort of fairly random weekend in June is, is, is incredible. Um, and then we had... Um, Kind of like a surprise thing, um, but it's still going on, I think, where um, a, oh, what do you call that game? CSGO? Um, a streamer decided he was going to do a fundraiser for us, but he's kind of like this YouTuber with three million followers and um, done an incredible job. So, but I mean, that's my work over the last few weeks has been very much focused on the one special day event. So I've been working a lot with Nick and Dr. Mick and Tom. Because um, obviously, I mean, <laughs> there has never been a more one special day than this year. Um, and luckily, we, we've got a lot of our games developer partners. I deal mostly with the mobile industry. They've they're already said, yeah, we're definitely in. Um, which frees up more of my time to go and look for new partners. So that's been brilliant. Um, today has been really uncomfortable, actually, uh, heat-wise. Um, but then in-game, I have been... I spend most evenings with Valaren um, and Argon and John Whitehouse. Um, we've done mining. We've kind of gone our separate ways in-game at the moment, but we still speak on TeamSpeak each night. Um, so Valaran is just off to get himself uh, his fleet carrier that he's been mining for. Um, I've decided that I don't need the distraction of a fleet going after a fleet carrier and mining because I desperately want to get this triple elite. So I'm helping make this universe a safer place. I'm currently at the nav beacon in Ilpasai. Um And I think that's it. Um, oh, oh, and we attacked a we attacked the fake mug. mug, mug factory at the weekend yes yeah that Saturday. was that was organized by commander venetia wasn't it yes from team hotbox but we, we've had some brilliant people drop in on, to, on, in on the banter bus um we had two commanders from melbourne who didn't even know each other last night we had a uh, funky abigail joined us and um steve the red um and they were just really really lovely people um and yeah so that's it i think that sounds, sounds like month. you've had a sort of a mellow sort of social chilled out kind of week as well it uh, this show and this week seems to have everybody has been having a nice time which is yeah. which is lovely it's all right isn't it apart <laughs> from eddie who's broken yeah poor eddie's <laughs> broken but hey <laughs> yeah and obviously you mentioned at the very start there you you've got the um the 10k of which a bunch of hut and truckers are doing their bit as well Yes, absolutely. Um, That's coming yeah, up. Got, when is that coming up? Uh, that is July the 5th. 
Um, yep. So, so next week, next weekend is that during LaveCon weekend? Uh, yes. Yes. Yep. Um, so we've got that. We've also got a young lad who suffered a really, really severe stroke at the uh, three days old, and it's caused him um, severe uh, problems in his right hand side. Um, and he's doing a kind of 10k in his back garden for us as well, which is incredible. So, um, really, really lovely. Total legend. Now, the other thing is, I, I, I was actually going to pick up the phone and call you today. We've got 10k runners on every continent apart from one. So, I managed to pick the last one up. One of my old mates lives in uh, South America. Um, one of the guys I used to work with at Oxfam, and he's doing it for us. But I wondered, do we actually know somebody at the research station that the mugs went to earlier in the year? I don't want them Ooh. to do the 10K. I want them to hold up a message of support. For the well, the person the to speak to would be Dog's Breath. Right. Uh, and I'm pretty sure he could probably get a message out to somebody. Uh, it would be amazing if we could. I don't know how many people, because I think they brought a load back, didn't they? I don't know whether they were leaving them there. Let me think. Southern Hemisphere. I think there's only a skeleton crew there. But you never know. You you might you might find uh, one of the guys watching the super space telescopes that they have down there for cosmic rays. The cosmic ray might still be down there. Brilliant. Well, if I speak um, the dog's breath, and then um, all I need them to do is hold up a good luck British ten kers from the Antarctic. Yeah, um, we, well, I'll, I'll I will speak to him tomorrow for you and see if we can find something. I don't know what their bandwidth is like down there because I know on the ship it was slightly better. But um, right. yeah, we can we can certainly. See if we can do something down from the Antarctic. That would be legendary. That would be legendary. I would love that. And that would yep. be all, every continent covered. Yeah, we can, we can, crikey, set up in a mission. Of course we can cover that one. <laughs> I don't care if we have to get one of the penguins to do it for us. <laughs> one of the elephant seals or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, not, a, not a problem at all. I will speak to Dog's Breath tomorrow for you and we'll see whether we can get something from the Antarctic. Legend. Thank you very much indeed, bud. But other than that, it's a folder mug from me. Thank you very much. I'm speaking to Deadmi Woof. Good afternoon. And don't speak to me in my traveller voice. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Yes, it's been a, not much game time this week, but as you will know, but not everyone will, um, it's quite often Tuesday. It is. Every and day is Tuesday. We do enjoy our Tuesdays. Um, yes. And I'm looking forward to self-sharpening narwhal horns. <laughs> and intelligent American football. Yeah. <laughs> so for those that don't know, um, we've we've uh, we're flying through space. Um, there's quite a lot of similarities between the way Traveller works and the way Elite works in some ways. Uh, but we found a kind of American football-sized ancient artificial intelligence, which has embedded itself into our ship. Uh, and because of that, we're being chased by what appears to be a giant narwhal horn, which can follow us through hyperspace. Uh, and that's quite a lot of fun. It's pretty nasty. One shot from its weapons had destroyed a colony on a planet. Yes, and ate most of our ship. Yeah. <laughs> and if we'd kept hold of the black box, that would not happen anymore. <laughs> oh, well, things happen. You got some credits out of it. We did. But that aside, yes, it's been... Uh, Training for the, the 10K that Baz just mentioned and uh, walking the Hound very late at night because it's far too hot to walk during the day. Yes. How's the training going? It's extremely hot, extremely sweaty. Um, and But yes, it's going well. The ten, I'll smash the 10K. It's not done many 10s, mostly 5s, but that's just for time and, and not turning into a, 
pile of dust by the end of the run. <laughs> and when is the marathon? When is the, the run? So it's the, the 5th, so a week on Sunday. A week on Sunday. So nice, if anyone's, good luck. anyone needs a break from virtual AveCon, uh, they can check out if we're posting stuff about running. And where would you be posting it? I'll oh, stick it on Facebook and possibly in the Discord and whatever. Um, I don't think we've got any live tracking going on, but you never know. We might we might get the urge. Well, I'll keep my fingers crossed for you. Thank you very much. And apart from that, it's for the mug. For the mug. Yeah. So that brings me to um, me. <laughs> well, well done, David. You said we weren't going to clash. Oh, I, I thought I, I thought I had it right. <laughs> I just, I just knew it always works like this. It always starts out nicely and never works like that properly. So why don't we do a bit of a swap? Well, if I swap with Flossie... Uh, yeah, okay. Flossie, how's your <laughs> week been? Oh, um, fairly quiet, really. Um, I say Poppy's up in Colonia, so she's been doing uh, missions for hot coal. Um, other than that... Uh, been playing quite a bit of uh, World of Warcraft, trying to get my last character levelled up, and uh, the old favourite Animal Crossing. <laughs> you see, that does look fun. Even, even for me, that looks fun. It, it is. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's very, very addictive. Uh, we've just been watching Shooting Stars tonight, which you can... Uh, you sort of click as they see them, you, you're wishing on them, sort of thing. <laughs> and then you find a load of stars on the beach in the morning. That you can make things with or sell. That's very different from Bournemouth Beach. <laughs> yeah. It's very not different. stars on Bournemouth Beach. I <laughs> know. Uh, so, yeah, been having a lot of fun with that. Um, got my island fairly set up how I want it now, I think. And it's just a case of doing my daily routines. <laughs> Um, so I'm, I'm tempted to get it just so I can come and visit people like yourself. Oh yeah, well I, I sometimes I've um, Susie come and visit sometimes, and um, Dylan. They've been over a couple of times when they've been shooting stars. So yeah, it's nice to come visit each each other's islands. I I was watching a stream and they were playing hide and seek is that is that just something you do or is that actually built into the game yeah, it's probably just something they do I've, I've, I've as far as i know it's not built into the game but no. uh, i suppose yeah <laughs> yeah they, they were running around the island and then being behind scenery and then the, the obviously the seeker then had to run around and, and spot yeah them. yeah i think it could be done yeah um if you've got a few of you sort of real people there yeah Obviously, you can't do it with the with the um, creatures who live there. No, no, it was, it was all. But they are pretty. Place. They are pretty good. The you know the the dialogue and everything that they come out with is really good. The notice we, when we you have friends show. over. <laughs> you know, uh, sometimes Robbie comes over and then one of them will say to me, "Oh, it was nice to see wrong work here yesterday." And all that. <laughs> that is really lovely. Yeah. So it's. I really enjoy it. Um, anyway, that's that's about all, really. Not really done much else, so uh, for the mug. Okay, and I'll hand over to you. And over to me to talk to Funky Abigail. How's your week been? Hello. Hello. Good. Good, not too bad. Just been um, 
mining and um, rugging up because it's the dead of winter here. So, oh I'm yeah, hearing, I'm <laughs> hearing everyone like complain about the hot weather, and I'm like. Oh my God! Bring some of that here right now, please. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Well, how hot? How hot has it been? Well, it's about thirty degrees. <laughs> oh, that sounds nice. Sometimes, sometimes higher. Is, is near fatal for for Brits. <laughs> well, well, it can get British ha- British houses are built to keep, keep yes. in. Yes. Yeah, and, and yeah. Austra- Australian houses are are built to to um, keep the heat out. So. Um, they're nice and ventilated. Um, no, window but, wide open but, and a fan going, and I'm still hot. <laughs> yeah, but it can get up upwards of 40 degrees here um, oh, goodness. many times over summer. So, yeah, um, yeah it's just a, a hotter continent. Um, but, yeah, anyway, it's winter, it's cold, um, the cat's been snuggly, and I've been mining and, and taking people out mining, and that's been so much fun. Um and last night, well, it was the morning for me, um, yeah, someone who came along, turns out he's just a couple of suburbs are over from me. So that was a surprise. Very nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's a small world. And and he, he knows someone else who, who plays Elite as well. So potential pizza meet when the store's open, the, even if it's just the three of us, that could be yeah, lots of fun. Yeah, that'd be good, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. there are a few yeah, others in your neck of the woods as well, if I remember back to some some previous. So, uh, yeah, when everything reopens okay. and it's all safe to do so, let us know. Yeah, well, um, we've had a we've had a second spike in 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 numbers here, um, and when I say that, we've hit like double digits of new cases. So, um, uh, yeah, our state has gone into like uh, new restrictions. So. Um, yeah, yeah. There's no end in sight, um, but you know we're keen to to get out and um, if, if, hopefully it'll it'll be warmer soon. We can um, enjoy some pizza. So yeah, yeah. Apart from apart from that and elite, I've been um, enjoying the um, the remastered Command and Conquer games that were released because I, I used right. to play that way back in the day. Yeah. And um yeah, that's been that's been lots of fun. That's um nostalgia value has been very much worth it. So I've been doing that and um crocheting some baby clothes cuz my brother um it turns out he and his wife are having a baby. So I'm going to be an Oh, very nice. And I've been um making little booties and cardigans and stuff. So Aww. it's been lots of fun. Yeah. Oh, lovely. So yeah, that's um yeah, that's me in a nutshell. And um, I'm planning on um, uh, <coughs> uh, every Wednesday night um, going out and mining. If anyone wants to join me, I'll um, I'll post uh, when I'm going out, either on Discord or Facebook or whatever. If anyone right. wants to make a few dollars mining, um, hitch a ride on the carrier, and um, yeah, it's it's so much more fun in a wing when you're mining. Yeah, Plus, yeah. you get when you sell them all, uh, when you sell in a wing, you also get um, trade dividends. Yeah, um, of course, on yes. top of what you sell. So, yeah, it's um, it's also just been fun. We've been um, in the in Baz's uh, Teamspeak group and enjoying his company and 
Villarin as well. He was out mining with us, and it's just yeah, oh, it's nice. been yeah. great chatting and the, enjoying the social experience of of Elite. It's just yeah, it's been really great. Oh, good. So yeah, that's uh, that's it from me. So um um yeah, if anyone wants to join me, hit me up. Yeah, look out for that. All right then. Cool. And for the mug. Thank you for the mug. Okay, it's me to talk to Graham, Mr. Mr. Muck. Graham Hello. Muck. How are you doing? Oh, good, good. Um, we're not getting the heat that you're getting over there, but uh, jumping Ruby, 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 all the way back to the bubble, and you kind of get a bit of a used to the honks, get to love the honks of the carrier. <laughs> but I was able to multitask on Wednesday, so I was able to do work. And then every 20 minutes, click a few buttons, make another jump, and then back to work again. That's how I made such a good time back. Yeah, I used to have more time to play when I was at work than I do now, now I've retired. <laughs> I could never play anything at work. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I, I, did, I did support from home, and I bought a, a big 34-inch monitor so, which I, so I could split it. Half of it was work and half of it was elite. <laughs> now, now I've got to do things in the house. Oh. Sorry, sorry, Graham. This is you. Your time. Come on. Man. <laughs> oh, but, but other than that, uh, we've been working in WNL for Red Thirty Eight, and that's basically it for the mug. Oh, that's some that's some hard work over there, isn't it? Oh, it is. It's hard. These small systems is very hard if somebody's determined. Yeah. Oh, Baz. Um, if you're going bounty hunting, drop them in fourteen eighty one. Sorry, where was that? Sorry, the the new system. So if Baz is bounty hunting, uh huh, I drop them in Wolf fourteen eighty one. Wolf fourteen eighty one. Well do. Yeah. So Hutton Hutton bounties to Wolf fourteen eighty one. Okie doke. No props. I'm sorry that for the noise back there. That was my dog. <laughs> I, I thought it was a really bad impression you were doing. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, Gra- Graham, just before before you, you go, do you want to shout out to any of the other people lending a hand and uh, fueling you up on those kind of bits and bobs? Name drop shamelessly. Oh, uh, there's the people in Discord that have just shown up and started fueling me, but I don't <laughs> actually know who's helping. I can't I can't see who sells stuff ah, at my carrier. So, uh, I, I well, just should we just say the down. team? Yes. The team. And anybody who's docked going to launch at four o'clock game time tomorrow ish, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think you've got ten on board from the Paladins now. And I think we've picked up a couple more takers from Discord as well. Sorry, sorry to cut across you there on Sean on that one. It was just operational chat, you know. Yeah, it's all right. It never stops me, does it? <laughs> that, thank you ever so much, Graham. I go. Well, for then, the mug. Then, Thank you. Now, we've reached the end of the list. We're going back to the beginning. Do you know what that means, David? Is, is it me? Yes. All right. Hello, Litho Breaker. Good evening. You must, you've must. got a week off this week. No theme to guess. Unless you can come up with a theme between all these tunes that's not tunes that Wendy likes or you know, that uh, Mr. Kirby likes. <laughs> no, I, I decided to enjoy the week off and actually play some Elite instead, so... All right, well, that's, that's good. And um, what was you? Are you helping out in the bubble, doing your own thing? You're out in Colonia. What are you up to? I'm doing a spot of mining. I've made about a quarter of a billion credits tonight during the show, so uh, it's been a good week. Yeah, it's not bad, not bad. And where in the galaxy are you for that? Uh, I'm in a, a certain cold 285 sector triple hotspot location. Oh, one of the, the mm-hmm. New Baran or whatever it's called. Yeah, New Baran. 
admiring all of the ridiculous number of fleet carriers. I mean, I, th- I think they're parked about six deep, as in the nearest six systems are also full. It's unbelievable out here. Yeah, I think the limit per system, it depends on the number of bodies in the system, but it's around it 256, does, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and quite a few systems are full. <laughs> well, some great things like amongst them. Are they, are they got, giving you good buy prices then? Um, there's limits to how good they can be, but there's quite a few of them running taxi services, so they'll. Oh, uh, they'll so start you're you're, you're loading up and then chat. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they'll spam system chat with what time they're leaving, and then you'll get on board and fly out somewhere and leave them a tip of a few diamonds as you go, so they make some money as well. And and then at the other end, you. What's this emerging gameplay? Sounds good fun. But um, yeah, and uh, so once you are you you're, you're saving up for a whole. Made. A whole fleet carrier for yourself of this effort? Working on it. You... Working on it. Yeah. And how close Come are you on. now in your total cash? Uh, that's just taken me to about three and a quarter billion cash in hand. Oh, so you so hop, most, skip and a jump. Yeah. Yeah. Another few days of kept mining and I might even make it. Thank goodness you don't have to save up for extra rebuy money. <laughs> True. Yeah. Just, just upkeep. Yeah, well, that's one diamond, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's pitiful amount people moaning about the upkeep when they compare to the price of it it's, it's if you mind yeah, for now they're, they're moaning about the upkeep and then upkeep. blowing blowing 10 million on fuel every time they want to jump it so yeah, <laughs> yeah. crazy world isn't it oh absolutely but yeah um so yeah my news this week basically is that last weekend i had a major reshuffle of my desk got my hotas back into place so i can actually play elite again and i'm taking advantage of that other than that it's just for the mug for me i think really Although well the mug's thank melting, you very so. much commander litho breaker Thank you. That means I'm speaking to a Mr. Powell Oblivion. What a cool name. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, do, uh, I, feel, I feel as though that you should have an obligatory mwahaha moment after saying your name. <laughs> that is not quite good enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I'm also known as Elf, you know, for all that one. Um, ah, yes. Um, because he's uh, he's actually got through to Brewer Corporation finally and trying to sort out a sleep carrier. Um, but yeah, but very very eventful um, few days for me. So um, as you know, um, everyone at Canon has been blubbing because we're no longer going to be driving the uh, the Gnosis around the galaxy. Yeah, um, it's going to be a tour bus. Um, so at Canon, we're um, having a couple of things uh, to commemorate it. So one is that we have opened a guest book, um, and what we want to do is encourage people to sign the guest book and give us a, a funny story, or you know, tell us that I know they ate the food and they got sick, or whatever it is. <laughs> the funnier, the better. That sounds um, like fun. Yeah, and um, what we're going to do um, when at the end of it, pro- probably in September, when when the Gnosis finishes its current voyage, is we're going to put together a little photo book, um, which will have some photographs, and you know, pictures of the Gnosis, and um, and some of these stories that people have written. So we'll have some funny stuff and some poignant stuff and, and what have you, and and obviously the obligatory I was there for the cone stuff. And um, and then we'll we'll have that printed and that will be raffled at LaveCon and ECM and um, anything else that wants one. Oh, uh, that's so cool. Yeah. So uh, um, at the moment we've we've kept the uh, the, the list of guestbook entries secret because um, who knows what people are going to put in there. Um, but uh, I do want to try and get more people signing it because um, I, I I quite like. 
people from the whole community to sort of contribute to, to stuff. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and the other thing that we're doing is we're running a competition um, and it's a, a film competition. So we want people to make a, a short film or music video or documentary or whatever, whatever they want, or drama um, involving Gnosis as a, as a kind of you know, commemorator. And um, as prizes, we've got these really awesome drinking flasks. I saw, um, I saw photos of them on Facebook. They look awesome. They are. They are fantastic. And they're, they're actually better in, in, in real life than the pictures. They're, they're made of aluminium. So it's you know, proper shiny aluminium, screen printed with the Canon logo, the word Canon in large friendly letters. And on the back, it has a, has a warning. So it says, uh, may contain sargoid extracts, open at your own risk. If you develop new orifices or experience loss of sense, limbs, internal organs, or life, please consult a doctor, a medical doctor, <laughs> not a doctor of xenobiology or a doctor of philosophy. Canon is a stellar research group, except no liability of any sort anywhere in the galaxy. Seriously, you just don't bother opening it. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so, yeah, we, we've got we've got... Basically, the winner will get three of them, um, so one for themselves, and, and they can nominate two other people to receive them. And then we're trying to organise some sort of runner-up prize as well, if we can. Um, so looking at you know maybe getting something um, something small um, that I can afford to, to, to fork out for. But um, I'm hoping you know we'll get some really sort of uh, good you know quality videos or bad quality videos stuff that I've produced, for instance. <laughs> and um, you know, whichever one we deem to be funniest or most informative or whatever will that will win the prize. So, um, would you like to let everyone know where they can submit their videos? Um, well, the uh, there's a, a, a page on um, the Canon website. Uh, so, if you look under news on the Canon website, um, so it's got a, a page there for the competition, and there's a there's a Google form where you can actually submit the submit the video competition will run until september so i'll probably try and come on here every now and then and remind people to have a go and and what's the uh and what's the address of the canon website uh it's canon.science and that's uh canon c-a-n-o-n-n -N. Uh, nice yeah and um and i've been playing the game as well so um i've i've been flying around um in other people's sleep carriers and stealing their their records um, <laughs> um <laughs> i got i got a surprise you know oh you've 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 got a, a new whole new record for um the highest water giant and then i realized i was on Graham um, k's um ship uh, when when I got that set, I'm trying to arrange for him to get credit for it um, with EDSM because I, I think yeah, given that I was hitchhiking, it probably wasn't a, a good thing for me to get the record. Um, and um, yes, yeah, so, and, and some other cool. That's so cool. And also in, in uh, WNL, um, so I've been doing data scan missions. Nice. So, uh, uh, anything else uh, you'd like to let us know about? Yeah, I know. Probably going to be submitting a, a, a sketch next week um, based on events that happened uh, this week um, I've written some stuff for, um, for Dockers and I'm very excited apparently Dockers the edit of the last one is uh, is, 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 is going to be done 
at some point and we'll get to hear it all. I always look forward to Dockers. It's so cool. <laughs> um, that's that's all very cool. So that's it for me. I'm just getting a visitor now. Hey, Dad. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right, for the mug. For the mug. Hey, so now I get to talk to Verlan. How's your week been? Good evening. It's been very well. Uh, very good, and but except for one point, they, uh, yeah, yeah. The powers of B have decided that my. Uh, trial period of uh, retirement is over and I've been called back to work full time. Oh, that's a shame. It is a horrible, <laughs> horrible situation. Oh. Yeah, well, kids, the... <laughs> stay safe anyway if you've got to go back to work. Oh yeah, we've only got two year groups in and they're spread out all over the school. I've got nothing to do with them. Oh, uh, God, that's I'm, something. I'm doing all my woodworky stuff and putting notice uh, new uh, information boards up in all the classrooms. All right. Oh, I hope you've enjoyed your <laughs> semi-retirement. <laughs> I did enjoy it. Didn't I, take it too badly going back to work. <laughs> no, no, I planned on enjoying it as much as I could, and I knew work was coming eventually. So, uh, yep, just got to get used to waking up at about six in the morning again. Ooh. Well, at least I'm I'm properly retired now, so I, I don't miss any of that at all. <laughs> no, no, I have a feeling I won't either when I get there. <laughs> well, have a. I hope your um, time goes well back at work. Yeah, it will do. It's all good. Uh, yeah, I've, uh, I've been gaming. I finished the, the first three uh, Nathan Drake games, the Uncharted ones. I've only got one left to, to do now. All right. Uh, yeah, and then just more Elite. I, um, I hit my second Elite yesterday. Oh, all right. Which oh, yeah. was that one? Uh, that one was Exploration. All right, yeah. That's the only one I've got. <laughs> it's just the uh, combat I've got to go now, which is a bit of a grind. So. It's one I will never get. <laughs> I've got a funny feeling I won't either. It's it's taking a while. One of my accounts has just got to mostly harmless. The rest are all harmless. Right. Okay. That was by accident. <laughs> by accident. Someone bounced yeah. off you and exploded. You've got the credits for it. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, congratulations on your second release. Thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, other than walking the dog and uh, being on here every night with uh, Baz and Funky Abigail and whoever else turned Oh, yeah, you won Baz's uh, trip, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah, that's been my week. So, yeah, for the mug. All right, for the mug. Thank you. And that appears to be that for the green room so um thank you very much everybody in the green room it's lovely to hear from you all you know once a month it's uh, working quite nicely this uh, last weekend of all sorry last thursday of the month thing weekends weekdays that's all the same anyway um so and obviously we all want to say a big goodbye to steve kirby also known as just call me wendy as well who's oh, yeah. uh, uh le- left frontier now and we got permission to to mention that now because he was he was leaving quietly but he said no you you guys can talk about it on the show because he's inserted a, a beacon so for those of you that have um headed over to dunker's rest you will find in orbit around it a, a little was it unregistered comms beacon i think it's called and you can pop along there and uh, on the hour every single hour it broadcasts a message which we're not going to spoil for you, but you can go along there and have a listen to it. And it's a, it's a personal message from uh, Mr. Kirby to the community. And it was a lovely gesture of him too, before he oh, disappeared. Nice. So um, I, I believe it's permanent, so it's not going to go away. But um, if you're over in Colonia, do take uh, a minute or two on, on one hour just to go and uh, have a listen to it. 
And remember your, phonetic, remember your phonetic alphabet if you do. <laughs> I know that well. A pen, a, a pen and pencil with you, yes. Is it Morse code? No, not Morse code. It's, it's, in, it's in phonetic. Right, right. It's just ph- phonetic, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's easy, that. Yes, yeah. Um, but yes, uh, other than that, so uh, good goodbye to Mr. Kirby. He has chosen all the music this evening. So um, just going backwards over it, there isn't a, a link to them all, but the last tune we just had, Steve. Yes. Was? The last tune was Is Us by Aphex Twin. And then, Amelia, the tune before that? The tune before that was Space Ride by Wendy Fine. Obviously, Wendy being uh, his uh, nickname, was just call me Wendy. And um, then, oh, Palantir. Before that, that, we had... That was Journey of the Sorcerer by the Eagles because of the, in, the love he has for Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Well, and, of course, awesome he's going song. on another, another journey now. Yeah, and to, to learn about that, you'll have to decode the beacon as well. And then, ooh, what was the previous one to that... Who should I'll do that one? Should I? I haven't done one of them. Oh, Flossie could do it. Flossie, you do that one. I'll do the end. I was going to give you the end one. You see the the. Extra yeah, by the way, don't mind. Well, the first the first song was Planet Caravan" by Pantera, which I thought was going to be dead heavy, and it wasn't because I think that's a cover of um, an older tune as well. But anyway, it was very, very mellow. So thank you very much for the choice of all the tunes. Other than that, we will not be back next Thursday. So if you tune in, we won't be here. We'll be here on Saturday. Uh, in the evening so look out for messages as to where and when we'll be and how we're going to be broadcasting um so you get to have a thursday off um but to take us out at the end of the show we have an absolutely banging tune a noisy tune a loud one to uh, see us into the rest of the evening so flossie uh, with a for the mug to everybody would you like to introduce our last tune uh, yes it's uh, night of sidonia by muse and for the mug for the mug. Mug. the mug! Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? Well, in which case, I don't know which one you've chosen this week, but shall I hand over to Flossie and Sean, yes. Mr. Palantir, when with whichever tune you've chosen? You... Oh. No, we killed the bomb when... machine again. Oh, no, it's on, off. <laughs> Seamless. It's Seamless. It's cool fire. Are we ready? Should we sing it? Yeah, we're ready. We're, we're really ready. <laughs>